0: Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues providing a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those different ideas together. It's Wednesday, January 29th at 9 a.m. in New York. Next week, we'll see the 2020 U.S. presidential election cycle kick off with the Iowa caucuses, followed a week later by the New Hampshire primary. My colleague Michael Zesis has discussed his thoughts on the U.S. policy outlook on this program and will continue to provide updates and new analysis as the year goes on. So on today's episode, I want to explore one of these threads, a topic that is relevant in an election year, but also more generally as part of the economic outlook, fiscal policy. About nine years ago, which is both forever in financial market terms and not really that long ago, A popular consensus was forming among market analysts and political observers. Sovereign deficits were bad, and they were extremely important for how one should approach investing. The argument seemed to be presenting evidence in real time, as countries like Greece, Italy, and Ireland struggled with large deficits in the wake of the great financial crisis. While the issues were most acute in the Eurozone, they had a major impact in both the US and the United Kingdom, driving lawmakers in both countries to propose tighter fiscal policy. The results were real. At the worst point of 2009, in the wake of the Great Recession, the US federal deficit was equal to almost 10% of the overall US economy. By the start of 2016, it had improved to just 2.5%. Over the same period, the budget deficit in the UK fell from 10% of GDP to just 4.5%. Given that the US economy is about $21 trillion, these percentages represent very, very big numbers. And those numbers had consequences, with belt tightening in the U.S., U.K., and Eurozone causing growth to be slower, possibly much slower than it would have been otherwise. But now the picture has shifted. If investors nine years or so ago ran away from sovereign deficits, lately they've been running towards them. The United States, the best performing equity market of the last three years, has seen its borrowing rise from $600 billion a year in 2016 to about a trillion dollars per year over the same period. That borrowing has injected stimulus into the economy and profits into American companies. And thanks in part to continued easy policy from the Federal Reserve and central banks elsewhere, that greater borrowing hasn't resulted in materially higher interest rates. Whether you think this is a temporary phenomenon or a new paradigm, other countries are starting to take notice. In September of last year, India announced a corporate tax cut that's resulted in a larger budget deficit. And at the end of last year, Japan announced a new round of fiscal easing. But where it may matter most next is in Europe. After almost a decade of belt tightening, the UK and the Eurozone now have some of the lowest government deficits in the world. The new UK government has already announced its intention to increase spending and investment, and upcoming elections in Germany this year could increase focus in the issue on the continent. While investors remain generally downbeat on the outlook for European growth and inflation, one way it could surprise, through fiscal easing, is hiding in plain sight. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts in the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.